Welcome to the Good Talent Podcast. It's great to have your company. I'm joined by Caroline Fleming. Caro, welcome along. Hello. Thanks for having me. Hey, five reasons why you shouldn't do PR. Because, you know, nine plus years of doing this now, and as journos interviewing, you know, truckloads of people, there's people that just shouldn't do this. And they, oh, I don't know, it's wrong to say flock to us, but we do come across a particular avatar that shouldn't do PR. Now, we're saying five reasons you shouldn't, but, you know, we could get out to 500 or 50, so stop us, Rob, producing here. Mm. But um, what's your number one there? For, you know, one of the reasons why you should not do PR. I mean, it's as basic as it gets, but if it's if you're not ready for it, like so many of the conversations we get into, and I always laugh at Tony because he plays devil's advocate in a lot of meetings and tells people, prospective clients, why they shouldn't be a client, which, you know, but I think it is genuinely if you are not ready for it, if you don't have the assets needed in order to get out there and get it done. And that can be data, that can be case studies. I mean, it can be a range of things which we can sort of dive into, but yeah, I think it is the basis of just not being ready. And, and that doesn't mean you'll never be ready for PR, but I think you might just be a little bit half-baked for the journey and there's some work to be done. Yeah, I think there's so many more reasons than five mm. for not doing PR. Uh, difficult to categorize, but one I think is you're just too small. Mm. You can just be too small. Like if you're a tiny business, like, and you know, it's so cool to be a tiny business because you if you're one to three staff or even five staff, I'd almost say without meeting you and without seeing your numbers, you're too small. Mm. Because I know at that stage, you're kind of at 500K, 750K, whatever the numbers might be, 350K. So that's paying you plus paying them. And there's not much left after all of that. And you're two or three years in and you're watching every dollar. Uh, you're going to be uh, having a PR team working for you, which you're paying a small retainer to. You're just going to be freaking out about it all the time because you're going to be looking for nonstop results for that money. And the nonstop results certainly come, but not in week one, yeah. right? Or, or month one. Mm. So, Kara, I reckon you can be too small. The really good point there is it's an up and down game. So, you know, as us, we say, you know, we, we aim for one to five media hits a month and, you know, there can be more, but some months it might be slower and you might see more down the line. And we often notice with small business clients, you know, it's it's a lot more of a, oh my God, you know, like, why haven't I got something this month? But it's a momentum game. It's, as we like to say, drumbeat media, it comes and it has its fluctuations and, and things like that. And I think when you said if someone's money watching, it's it's harder to really be engaged in it and, and not feel a little bit yeah, I've just seen that before many times. And yeah, I think you're completely on track there. Here's another reason not to do PR. If you desperately need sales and you desperately need leads, mm-hmm. PR is not the thing. It's not the thing. SEO uh, or Google ads, Google ads, fast leads. Cost mm-hmm. you heaps of money, but there you go. You got what you want. SEO, once you build it up after three to six months to a year, leads are going to pile in. But if you need leads because you need sales because you need cash, PR isn't the now tactic. No. Whenever I hear a client bring up return on investment in a meeting, I shiver because it's just not something you can quantify. You know, credibility is everything in PR. You know, your digital footprint's everything in PR. And it comes back to it being a long game. You know, you're building a bit of a legacy, that credibility. You're going to be that industry leader, but by no stretch. Like, you you know, you may be on the current affair and, and see thousands of leads come in, but we're not going to guarantee that for every media hit you get. And others, you might hear nothing, but it's not to say it hasn't made an impression on people or helped your brand. So by all means, that is not the game to play in PR. You're completely right. And it's funny because we can go into so many sort of different areas as to why people, you know, might not be there or it might not be for them. 
But I think it comes back down to not necessarily size, but like your ability to source the things. And that comes back to not being ready. But a lot of the smaller organizations don't have the access to the data pool or the clients that we need in order to get the things. And, you know, Tony's heard me wax lyrical about this with clients around how important, I cannot emphasize how important strong data is in getting media and being able to back up the trends that you're saying, you know, things like HR or, you know, even dating. What are the trends that you are seeing and how can a journalist go, actually, that's legit what you're saying. So I think if you're in an organization where your sample size is too small, you don't have the capacity or ability to pull data to back your trends, PR isn't necessarily for you just yet. It comes, but not just yet. And here's the last one or another one. Don't do PR if you're a control freak and you expect every comma and every letter of every sentence you speak to be quoted exactly in the media. Because if you totally want to control the message, marketing and advertising is your game. Get a billboard, do Google ads, do your own social media advertising. But to get the huge credibility of media, you're not going to control every word. No. Yeah, we've had this experience so many times in terms of, you know, being worried that you're only getting a line in the article or you're not the lead in the article or they didn't quite quote you how you'd like it. You know, you're not in control of that. We tell people to be uncomfortable and not being in control if you're going down the PR journey because you'll just stress yourself silly. And, you know, there's so many people that it's, it is that. It's it's dotting every I and making sure it's exactly your message. And, of course, there are ways you can go about that in terms of making sure you're soundbiting properly, making sure you're getting what you want in there. But at the end of the day, you might be at the bottom of that article, but it doesn't take away anything. It doesn't mean, you know, that you're inferior to other talent in the article or what you've said isn't exactly right. Yeah, you just stress yourself silly. Yeah, so there's a few reasons not to do PR. Just to summarize those, you could be too small and it could be too stressful for you. You might just want leads and sales and PR is not a reliable method of getting that necessarily. You could be a control freak. And, you know, and you might not be a good team player either. You might not trust anyone. You get this external PR team in. You might not trust them. You might be very slow to trust. Mm. And uh, you might hate delegating. This is hard too, right? Because you are delegating a vision and a PR team's implementing that vision. There's a few touch points there not to consider PR, but most certainly when you get to the stage of your career or the stage in your business where you're more established And you know it's competitive and you're doing so many things right, but you want a real X factor, you want to stand out via your reputation, now's probably the time to pick up the phone and go on a really exciting journey, Caro. Totally. I mean, that's where you create industry leaders. And sometimes you're totally right. People might just not be at that case in their career yet, but when they are, like that's when you can absolutely explode. So that comes back to the points of make sure you're ready, make sure you've got the assets you need and you're on your way. You'll be a superstar in no time. Yeah. You know, we'd never guarantee leads or sales, but in saying that, we had a client right now, every article that gets in the media, like he sells out nationally. Mm. Of course. But we never promise that. So no one listening. We're, we're not promising that, but I, I want them to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, you know, we've heard the, the age old website crashed and, you know, after getting something up on big media that, you know, if you're paying for that, you're paying $50,000 or something. So it's return on investment in that respect. But again, Mm. it's just not like that for everyone. It's such a different journey and it's, yeah, credibility game is everything and and that'll pay itself in dividends. On the theme of why, you know, who shouldn't do PR, very well-established business, Mm. crazy, very high high level data, Mm -hmm. incredible international expert. Like we'd say, you know, this gentleman we're referring to, 
Oh, 50 years of experience. Yeah, like crazy. Not, beyond. Mm, not yeah. that you need that at all. <laughs> no, but but anyway, we're segueing majorly here. <laughs> Let's get out of here, Caro. Thank you. Thanks, Tony. If you're inspired to increase your profile and strengthen your brand, a Good Talent Media story creation meeting could be a great place to start. You'll meet some of our key team members and do a deep dive into your brand's possibilities. We'll give you tools and strategies to implement straight away. Email info at goodtalent.com.au with the title Story Creation to get yours today.